Hello, hello. Welcome to Twin Flame Transformation Season 2. My name is Michelle and I will be your host and guide. I am so excited to introduce my next guest on Twin Flame Transformation. Her name is Shannon Rooney. And Shannon is a very special person who has a unique gift to share with the world. When I'm in her presence, I feel my galactic self being activated. Shannon has discovered something that I believe is groundbreaking for Twin Flames, and I'm so excited for her to be here on this podcast and share her findings with us. Shannon is a spiritual life coach, healer, and teacher, as well as a quantum soul guidance practitioner. This gives her the ability to connect others to the core of who they are, a beautiful blend of the non-physical and physical. We are all advanced beings walking earth to experience life through the lens of love. All her focus and attention arises from her soul's purpose, which is to prove to other individuals who they are when they doubt themselves and the world around them. She has been certified as a coach through the inspirational author and teacher, Alan Cohen, and certified as a quantum soul practitioner through Julia Balitz's groundbreaking galactic astrology an astrology that validates our soul's history and past life experiences. Shannon has been certified through many other modalities that have shown her that there is one truth, and that truth lies within each of us. Through her study, she has found that we are the answer and that answer is within. We each have a gift to be shared that is meant to bring us into what is called fourth density, the density of unconditional love of all. She is here to open up others to what she has been calling, quote, our gate of energy, unquote, where we each have access to the living library that is within. This library is that of infinite intelligence with a little twist that is unique to the individual and the individual soul's mission. We are here to co-create with one another in a way that only we can when we allow and accept all of who we are as companions and co-creators of life. And so with that beautiful intro, I'm so excited to co-create on this podcast with Shannon. Welcome, Shannon. Thank you so much for the beautiful introduction and the, just the openness that you create on your channel, that it's it just resonates with my soul and I appreciate you. Oh, thank you. It's such a blessing to know you and have you here on this podcast. I've been excited about this topic for a while, ever since you brought it to me. But before we dive into galactic astrology and how, not to leave the listeners hanging too much, but, and how you've discovered something that may be our first viable proof that twin flames exist. But we'll get into that. Yes, right? We'll get into that. <laughs> so first, I'd love to ask you, how did you start your twin flame journey? How did you meet your twin flame? How did you discover you were on this journey? If you don't mind sharing a bit about yourself. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I would love to, and I just have to share that just divine timing is everything today is 7 7 2023 so that's a triple seven date one year ago in my journal i had wrote about the first time on 7 7 2022 about this twin flame experience no i was finally getting like guidance and enough of spirit my higher self saying like this is a twin flame experience like accept it you're it, it it's happening <laughs> <laughs> and two years before that on seven seven is what kind of is what brings this story to this experience to full circle I should say I first arrived in the Asheville area of North Carolina exactly two years ago today no way Shannon, yes. I didn't know this date was so <laughs> powerful for you. And you, I mean, this is amazing that this is happening today. We're recording this. Wow. Right. That's what I mean, like divine timing. There's wow. something about this date that is yeah. just, it's divine. And 
So my journey began in 2020. I'll start from there briefly as I started surrendering to divine guidance. I had gone through my awakening years prior and I was still not there yet. I was still seeking. I was still discovering myself. And I've realized that any amount of manifesting or vision boards was not going to compare to divine guidance. There would always be bits of my ego involved and bits of a lack or uncertainty. So January, 2020, that's all I'm going to on full moons, new moons, anytime I set intentions is going to be to surrender to divine guidance. That brought me to selling my house in Northern California in March of 2020 and moving to Montana, where I had been born and thought that was going to be where I created a new life. Fast forward to 15 months after being in a retreat space, that that was what I found Montana to be for me to just really go deep within and to study and to learn more about myself, learn more about my spiritual connection, learn more about divine guidance and why we are here. And so like 15 months after being there, I sold my house and I hit the road, not having any idea where I was going. I just took a leap of faith. I knew something was calling me and I was going to figure out what that was by surrendering every step of the way. Shortly after that, two years ago, I ended up in Asheville, North Carolina, and I bought a house. It was on the 7th, July 7th of 2021. I'd been here for two days and I was in escrow. And this was at the height of the market where my realtor told me it's going to take you months Just be patient don't get disappointed we'll find you a house and I said nope my house is already picked out and it's it is there this didn't come with struggle of course there was fear I had to face my fears and my uncertainty I just kept surrendering to divine guidance and having faith in spirit so I ended up purchasing this house Two days later, an escrow moved in, like 20-something days later. And shortly after that, I was meeting my neighbors. And one of my neighbors was like, oh, you have to meet this man. He builds things. I'm like, okay. Like, I don't, my house was just newly remodeled. I don't really think I need anything built, but okay. So the next day, this neighbor called me over to introduce me to this man. And across the street walked up to me, the man that was my twin flame. I didn't have, and there was nothing really significant about it, except for this really calming, peaceful, oh, he's just like me. How cool is that? I just moved in across the way, (laughs) somebody who's just like me in a place that I have no connection to anyone wasn't unsure, you know, was unsure about the area, still getting used to it, going to, did I really, was I really guided to the right place? <laughs> Is this really the right thing for me? Well, especially with escrow and moving happening so fast. Yeah, yeah, it was super fast. And I was just really excited that I had met him and like was getting to know my neighbors that it could be scary moving to the South, being like a California girl and a Montana girl. And everybody's like, don't move to our neighborhood. That was kind of a thing that was like out there in, in the world at that time. You know, people getting upset, <laughs> Californians taking over. So I'm like, okay, good thing I came from Montana. <laughs> so they were just like all lovely and settled into my home and I thought like oh I could have him change the siding of my house so I I was in no hurry about six months later I look in my rear view mirror and for the first time he's driving behind me I was like oh that's divine guidance to me it's time to reach out to him and I was like okay I'm gonna text him and then the next day he's behind me again this time for like five miles I'm like okay now's the time it's time to to reach out to him and I did I texted him that day and he came over and we looked at some like the work to do to my house and I was so just happy 
like, oh my goodness, I hear somebody that I just trust. I have good intuition. I, I know everything was like, was okay. And I just had a really great feeling from him and he was super cool. Um, so he left and I just, I texted him and I said, I just want to say like, I appreciate you. And I'm really excited to, to work with you. He's replied, yeah, me too. So as he began working on my house, I just was paying attention to him. Still not any idea of thinking much of it, except for I really enjoyed this person. He would ask questions. I think like we had a lot of similarities in how we view the world and how we experience people. He was very respectful, very polite, very funny as well. Great sense of humor. And I was able to witness myself and witness him without attachment, without thinking relationship, without putting anything on it because of all the work that I had done. I wasn't expecting a relationship. I was just, I was taking it more as, oh, it's nice to be in a place where I fully feel like I'm seeing people, like the soul of who they are and experiencing mm. them. And I watched him interact with his workers. I heard him on the phone talking to clients and I just became more and more impressed and in, in awe of who he was. Now he had some habits that made me think like definitely not a relationship. He's a contractor. You can put that together. <laughs> I'm super into clean eating. I'm super into my spiritual, like meditating. This wasn't him and not a problem. Very opposite in that aspect. The soul of who he is was just tremendous and phenomenal. And I got to witness that over a three months period. And, and, and there was a few times where I was like, Ooh, I like him. Like I have, I really like him and it scared the crap out of me. And I was like, Oh, here's an area that I have not healed Mm -hmm. (laughs) relationships. So after he started wrapping up the house, this was uh, last year started wrapping up the house probably in May. And then in June, um, this dog, this is a funny story. As this dog was chasing him out of his driveway. I can see his driveway. I could see his house from where I live. We're that close. And he was like driving out of his driveway and this dog was like chasing him. So I called this dog over as I'm an animal lover and I love dogs and in comes like running up to me, this dog into my gate, into my yard. And I thought, oh, okay. The only person that I know really around here is this man. So I text him to see if you know, if he knew whose dog that was. And he's like, oh, that's my dog. I just got her. I thought, oh, wow. (laughs) And here she is. (laughs) And then I really, that's when I started piecing together. Like there is something driving us together. Yeah, I love that, especially with animals, like, you know, dogs pick up on, you know, hu- like siblings energy that they have the same fee roam. So I love that this dog just ran over, you know, oh, this must be my other owner. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> it was exactly like that. Like she was home. And I was oh. like, how cute is she? She's just so comfortable. So he came and picked her up a while later. And um, I would say over the next month, she must have showed up at my house seven times and a couple of times. Wow. Seven being your, your lucky oh. number, seven, seven, seven. <laughs> There's something to that. <laughs> and sometimes I will be totally honest. I, I intentionally called her over to see if it worked, <laughs> to see the power, the connection and, um, just to play around with the universe. The universe loves to play with us. So mm-hmm. like, let's play. So we started after that, we started spending more time together. And then I started feeling him telepathy, the telepathic connection, the emotional connection. I was like, what is this? So again, like a year ago today was when like I woke up after a few other 
messages from from my guides from spirit about this being a twin flame one of the messages was my friend calling me she knew this person was working on my house that's all she knew she said I had a dream that you're having twins with this man oh and my I, gosh I love I'm, that I'm, I, I'm past the age of having children that's not <laughs> happening <laughs> But okay, there's there's definitely a connection here between him and I. We will see where it goes. I'm just gonna. But I I love right how the universe speaks to us symbolically, metaphors, numbers. I mean, how perfect. Other people calling you, yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah, and then after that, I started having my own messages come through. And when I, as I said before, when I journaled in my phone for the first time a year ago on this date. I had woken up that morning with the message twin flame. This is your twin flame. You're having a twin flame experience. And I went directly to, okay, the twin flame within me merging and balancing and the feminine and the masculine within me. That's where I went with it. And that's where I kind of stayed with it. I went through probably last August, I went through a Kundalini awakening, which I know is, can be, like what happens when you unite with your twin flame. And so again, I was just experiencing this for myself, not bringing in my old habits or patterns of, oh, this must be the one, like he's my happily ever after. I was very aware of what society, how society has kind of conditioned us to always expect so much from our relationships And I was aware with my own healing within that. And when I wanted to completely heal myself and also not put that on him, I, there was, he was too, I appreciated him too much. I valued him too much. I respected him too much and myself. So I was like, I stayed very centered and grounded through the whole process. And I also recognized, this is when I reached out, when I started listening to your podcast when I discovered I need help with this because this is not just about me. This is also about another human being that I have this incredible connection with and that I need help with this. And that, so that really kind of like kind of took me on my journey of as within, so without, Mm. and the relationship within us is also it's absolutely the most important to me, like to to love ourselves first, so then we can love others. Beautiful and I realized that, yeah. yeah, that to unconditionally love myself is to unconditionally love him, yeah. and to unconditionally love other people. Yeah, yeah. So that is um, that is my experience this far. Oh, so beautiful, Shannon. So many beautiful nuggets you dropped in there in your within your twin flame share. And where are you now on the journey? Where if you I want am to share. now on the journey, absolutely. Is um you had said something to me once about can I love this person unconditionally? And after that conversation, I meditated. I was like, is there, where am I not loving them unconditionally? And this voice was like, woman, leave me alone. It was wow. his voice, yet it was yeah. coming from my masculine within me. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. Where do I love myself? Where am I not loving myself unconditionally? If I love myself unconditionally, that automatically, it, it's shared with him. I don't have to worry about loving him unconditionally. I just only need to care of unconditionally loving myself. I love as how you within, describe so that without. as within. So without, I love how you describe it. You described it in such a way that that opened up something for me because so often what I hear and I see is that unconditional love is gets twisted with other people that we allow unloving behaviors. Like, so I just have to allow that they're not calling me or I have to allow all this stuff because I'm loving them unconditionally. Right. And it's, it's skewed, but when you actually turn it on yourself, you realize if I love myself unconditionally, I wouldn't mistreat myself. I wouldn't 
right? Do all these abusive things to myself. And then you can learn where the boundary is with other people. Because I think the way society teaches us unconditional love, often I've heard this, means accepting unloving behaviors. And that's not unconditional love. That is not unconditional love. Nope. That's still looking for someone to love us unconditionally. And as you were saying it described in society, we are so taught to either call other people narcissistic or I'm not going to let them treat me like this or have a boundary or get rid of toxic people. We can get rid of those people all day long, but we're still stuck with ourselves. That's it. Yeah. It's it. Said. So yeah. it clicked to me that, oh my goodness. And it, in that, so I found, I was like, oh, focus on me, mm. focusing on me, focusing on him. Beautiful. Yeah. When I, got that it just shifted and now I truly love myself unconditionally I truly love him unconditionally and as we are now he I think the part two is of what we experienced in the twin flame journey is we incarnated to have individual experiences yes and it's so challenging for us to see that when we have such a strong connection with another and we're so entangled already with the rest of society, how it views relationships that we are, we get entangled with this individual and we don't have our own identity in it. Yeah. And when we find that like, I'm having an individual experience, he's having an individual experience and we both get to just be, we don't have an, it's not a relationship. It's not, not a relationship. It's like co-creating and allowing each other to be as we are right he's living his life I'm living my life we enjoy each other's company it's completely unknown sometimes some days I feel a really strong attraction to him some days I feel completely doing my own thing and fully enjoying it where I don't even think about him so it's something that is untapped. And I think it's kind of like a future of relationship, not that it won't mean people won't be married or in a couple's relationship, but we will just be living our own individual lives in harmony mm. with ourselves, in harmony with the one that we love, the one that we're partnered with. And really it spreads out to all that we are in a relationship with. Like that seems like the future of relationships. Mm, Shannon, beautiful. Thank you for that. Beautiful description. Amen. I fully agree, right? This harmonious interdependence that we are creating as opposed to this entanglement and and codependent and needy and controlling, covert controlling, you know, beautifully, beautifully said. Wow. I love that. And it's and it's when we look at it, it's the same relationship we have with God, the divine with source, right? There's no we don't expect, you know, I love, I, I, we don't expect God to, we don't need God to prove our love for us unless you do, then that's, a, that's another thing. You're still on the journey of discovering it. But once you ha- have that relationship with source, right? I know I had to relearn mine after years of being yeah. with the Catholic church, but relearning that relationship I find is the, is as within, so without, when I understand what that relationship is, then I understand what a real harmonious, divine, romantic relationship could look like. Absolutely. Absolutely. Beautifully said. And yes, it is no, it's with, when we know ourself, we know God, when we know God, we know ourselves. Yeah. And how can that not extend to everything that we experience in life? And I think we've kind of, it seemed like such an unattainable goal. Mm -hmm. There was certain gurus Mm. or spiritual teachers that had it, had it yet. Now, now what we're coming in part of the twin flame experience that we have chosen to be on is helping us heal that and helping us like open up a portal and anchor in this new like love that is available to all of us and just expanding in that space. Oh, Shannon, I feel like I, I said this on the intro, but like when I'm with you, I feel like you open up this portal to like the galactic and you just saying that word and calling it made it so. And I just felt this huge shift energetically. And I also wanted to just circle back with one thing that you said that seems so relevant and so powerful. You said the universe loves to play. 
And I think that is so true, right? Spirituality so often, right? Even when we look back on sitting with a guru, getting enlightened, you know, the play is not often talked about. And yet in my research of high level gurus back in the day, there was always an element of play and laughter. That's part of it. That's part of why we're here, you know? We took, we've taken spirituality so seriously yeah. in these spiritual circles that it's like, no way yeah. there. It's like, we go through, it's the whole, um, before enlightenment, chop wood, carry water after enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. What's the difference? We don't judge ourselves how we're chopping the wood and carrying the water. We don't compare ourselves to others. We just do it for the joy of being alive and being like experiencing and co-creating together. Yeah. And yes. And, and so often the spiritual circles and some of them that I have been involved with just for a short time, thankfully, it was just all about just getting that higher vibration, but this is a a universe of polarities. Like we can't just go straight to the light without looking at the shadows, without holding the, we all are going to have sadness and anger and grief, whether we're enlightened or not, that's part of chop wood, carry water that's part of the life we're here. Life is, is we've got the earth that shows us the shadows. Absolutely. And here's a misconception in the spiritual world. If we interact with people that have quote unquote low vibes or that drink or smoke or don't eat healthy, mm-hmm. we're going to lower our vibes. Mm-hmm. Only we can lower our vibes. Mm-hmm. We are in charge of our inner being. Nobody can take away our vibe unless we allow them to so and to like share a little bit more about my personal experiences this man he has he has habits and I won't get into it yet that was some of my fear was oh my goodness this is going to lower my vibe this is like see all the memes that are going around on Instagram or social media it's like what am, am I like, what am I doing wrong and I pushed through that I met myself with love and I met him with love and I realized we all have patterns and habits that we picked up through life to protect ourselves, to cope with not being in an environment that nurtured and nourished us to be truly authentic selves. So we all created habits, patterns, and many other behaviors to cope and get by. That's it. It's not who we are at a core. It's not our soul. It's not the essence of us. I love that. I I think that is such a welcome um, description of 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 the vibration and earth plane we we have because also someone can have a high frequency and still do those lower what people call <laughs> quote unquote lower vibrations and it actually anchors them down in this earth plane. Yep. Because uh, I know this, like a lot of high vibrational beings, which I believe twin flames, and I don't mean that in a hierarchical way at all, just we've probably lived very, which we'll get into with the galactic stuff, so many lives that in order to stay anchored here on earth, there has to be the shadow stuff. And for some of us, it may look like, you know, intense trauma at childhood and, you know, those kind of emotional habits, or it may look like you just described these other quote unquote, lower vibrational habits that is actually balancing out the polarity of this high vibrational frequency of the soul that needs this grounding. And until we, yeah. And until we learn how to hold both, right, then we can let go of those patterns. But, but we have to be able, like you said, circling it back around to love ourselves and love that part and love those behaviors, hold them with love and acceptance and not judgment, then find that middle ground and alignment. And then we can live here on earth with all of it. Yes. And it's, it's, and that is this man. He is, I listen to him and I witness him and I watch him. He's so unbelievably intelligent and connected that like oh he just doesn't know what to do with all that that is him and this helps him ground yeah yeah absolutely and it's so like lately it's like there's been so much energy coming to me lately that after not drinking for four and a half years I've been having a glass of wine 
Mm-hmm. And it, it's like just to what you described. Yep. Like it's actually helping me stay balanced, helping me yep. stay grounded, helping me take in all these energies. That's right. That's right. The, the higher I go, the lower I need to ground, you know, yeah. sometimes just like hugging a tree, feet on the mm-hmm. ground is good, but sometimes that's not even enough too. It's like, I need to get some density in my body, some, 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 yeah. something to really ground me and anchor me in this earth plane. So I fully agree. And again, of everything else around it is pure judgment. Everything is from God's source. Yes. Yes. You know, yes, it's, we're all just you know, just playground. Yeah, it's our judgment. Yes, our judgments are what's causing the the separation and the struggle, the separation yeah. and struggle and division, right? And I think here we are judging we, and I say I've been there judging the twin flame separation as something bad, yes. right? You see that all over the internet, like union is the only way you have to be in union, and we're taught that, like if you're not in a relationship with someone you love, there's something wrong. Right. You know, I've heard yes. people say there must be something wrong with me. I'm not in union. You know, well, who- yeah. And, and the other part of that is that there's a message out there that it never ends. They like twin flames never end up together. I'm like, where, what, did, where are these people getting these ideas? And again, we're, we're, we're navigating and we're learning together. So we're going to have all of it. And I do accept that and I do see it yeah, sometimes and I it's neither or it's our own individual experience and the creator God whatever you want to call it is we are experiencing every scenario that you could possibly think of yeah and beautiful that that's it that's yes. it and and I and I feel like also like we can't know love until we know separation, because when separation, you have to fully let go. And then you know what love is like, I know that for me, when I fully was able to let go, I I learned what love is, because love is not attachment. Love is yes. not division, love is not separation. And then you see, oh, wait, there is no separation. There it's all an illusion. Separation. It's all yeah. an illusion. Yes. The feeling of it is real. So we could, as you said, no love, because that's to me, it's the twin flame experiences when we incarnate we are separated from source and then we're also separated from ourselves, like double <laughs> yeah so yeah it's again but it's to really fill that separation so we can find our way back to it yeah yeah it's like we all came to, we all said okay let's let's up the ante here let's yes. like <laughs> stay in separation so i really can remember and know what love is, even through all that I'm incarnating in and all the things that are going to deny it and all of society who's going to deny it. Let me see if I can still hold that truth and walk this line. Beautiful. So, so how did you come across galactic astrology? So May of 2021, finally, again, divine timing that I really started kind of wondering what this connection is with this person I'm not sure exactly what I was researching but I know I had a question and it was being answered and I came across Julia Belaz's galactic astrology it might have been like a starseed video she did on the Pleiadians or Orion starseeds that led me to her course not exactly sure she's got some great videos and information out there so there was a course and I was, it was an automatic yes, because I've always, not always, the last seven years, I've really been fascinated about our soul history and connecting to our soul. Something was telling me that there's more to this um, soul than just something that is kind of out there. We have a soul when we're born and then we get it back when we die. Like There's something more to this. So when I looked at her website and I saw this course, Galactic Astrology, Soul Quantum Guidance, it showed the history of the soul. And it's, so the way it works is in regular astrology, we have all of our like typical planets that we know about between the visible ones that we can see, like Mars and Venus to the ones we can't see, Uranus, Neptune, and some other alignments in our astrology charts. We, we know those, those give us our earth, like this incarnation personalities and like life lessons. 
So the galactic astrology is the fixed stars. So say uh, Leo is in your chart. Well, the soul history is there's a star regulus, which is the heart of the lion, where that is at the time of your birth. And that gives us characteristics and that tells the story of our soul. So Julia Boaz was a past life regression practitioner. And again, somebody that was curious, she started asking questions and more started coming to her. And the experiences that she had with people going under in past lives, like there has to be a way to measure this. There has to be a way to see it in the stars. And didn't she study with Dolores Cannon or Dolores Cannon's daughter? One of them, like the same. Same um, lineage. Like, yeah, same lineage and same. I don't want to like quote that as factual. Uh Uh-huh. I know it's Dolores Cannon. Yes, I know it's Dolores Cannon. I don't know if she directly trained with her or took the course that was provided from the way Dolores Cannon had studied and Mm -hmm. practiced it. Mm Mm-hmm. So the, the fixed stars are, there's like the galactic center. So there's different alignments that are at the time of our birth share the soul history. So she took like over 2000 charts and started studying these, started studying the and interviewing and talking to people and what the characteristics are of those stars. And then of course she started finding other works that, the same if you come it's like the same like you said like the lineage of energy there's going to be people that have that in that blueprint to incarnate to kind of bring this information to open up portals and to bring this information down so with channelers and other information out there she started putting together all this information and it tells the story of our soul's history so galactic astrology is an like think about how we are in this time we're expanding our consciousness rapidly well the more we expand our consciousness the more we see the galactic because as within like the micro is the smaller of the macro so as we get more conscious more aware of who we are it's going to be we're going to find the information in the stars we're going to be able to prove it scientifically we're going to continue to expand and evolve. And this is what the galactic astrology is. It's just actually like showing how we're evolving and measuring that and being able to identify it and have it be bring the galactical to the practical and to share it with others and to answer more questions. And when I started this course, I started looking, I started comparing charts and was really drawn to it I started seeing the similarities of people that I knew where I'm like oh this makes sense of like our relationship because you can compare and I started doing Excel worksheets and comparing my chart to people in my life I started comparing families of clients like with their children like their spouse and their children and seeing where the alignments like where they shared the same soul, soul history and actually like sharing this with my clients as I was practicing and I was learning and it was like oh my goodness like this is like this is my child you're describing my child and we're talking about a two-year-old a four-year-old a one-year-old where they're already seeing like the angelic realms of the soul history the Mm -hmm. galactic realms which is really the center of everything that is Mm -hmm. And just having them be able to look at their child as the individual, as a soul, rather than something they have to mold and to fit into society. So, oh, that's so powerful. Wow. Yes. Yeah. So incredibly powerful and so validating because it's just right there in front of you. And when I can study it, and you know, when anybody who's drawn to like studying it can study it the more the merrier because the more we learn and that's what I loved about Julia's about her course and how she teaches she wants like everybody to join because we can use this in so many different areas of life relationships um, scientific technology it shows like the blueprint 
to me, if you ask me, if, if we keep studying this galactic history, like we will see how creation is created. It's hmm. all there in the alignment because again, like the stars, the planets, the energy points are, are what feed us or what give us power, or hmm. what give us our personality, our gifts, our opportunities. So I kept like studying this and this, my twin flame, of course, I got his birth information and I went on vacation last October to Montana and I was just in my Airbnb one night and I started comparing his and I's and I was like, oh my goodness, we share almost the same exact soul with a few differences, which I identified as some more masculine traits and some more feminine traits. Mm-hmm it was it, there, there was too much there I was like this is it this is what shows a twin flame because you had already been comparing it with family members and you yes. weren't seeing the similarities and then you compared it with right do I have this right and then you compared it with it, him yeah. and it was like whoa we're almost whoa. all of these are the same our, our, yeah. our galactic history is the same we've been on this planet at the same time together on all these different incarnations like all of it, it's really, it's, it's like, yeah, all like is one and there's different experiences. But if you think about it, like if the soul splits, of course, it's going to not have the same experience. Mm-hmm. It's going to take on different energetics mm-hmm. and different challenges and share like different gifts. Mm-hmm. So I was in awe and shock, didn't know what to do with it, was mm-hmm. still trying to figure out who I am in this experience and trying to sort it all out. So I just sat on it. Mm. And then when I came across your podcast and I met you and a few conversations just sparked my interest. And I was like, wait, okay, we're all here co-creating and involving together. I'm on to something that can help others on their journey. Mm. I can be of service to others in a much bigger way. And oh my goodness, I think I've really discovered something tremendous. Yeah. So I posted my chart on the, I finished, got my certification, became a practitioner, posted it, had a friend um, on the, on the group and a few comments were like, well, okay, this makes sense. Mm. You're going to call it a twin flame. Like this makes sense. Like it mm. shows the history and some of the other, so some tight alignments with family members, like one child might have four of the same alignments that match. Um, spouses, two to four, really about, but yeah, two to four. This one had 14 of 18 alignments where it complements like one another. So there's a whole, there's so much to get into, mm-hmm. which not go, go into, but like 14 compared to two to four some really strong ones maybe five i mean that that to me is a great statistic that stands alone right and even when you know what was interesting shannon is when you reached out to me about this was i had just done a podcast where i said to the listeners i'm not sure what direction i'm going i'm feeling a shift i was feeling like i had gone through some deep healing i had sort of lost my motivation for making them i was really caught up in my head And I was like, I'm going to take a break. And that week is when you reached out to me (laughs) with this information. I felt like it opened up a whole thing for me. And then you shared our charts. Yes. Yes. And compared them. And it like solidified that I am supposed to be doing this twin flame teaching and holding this space. And it was really mind blowing and really refreshed me. It was like I needed to get that next confirmation. Yep. And so talk about divine timing there. And I think the following week, I was back to making podcasts, back down from my heart, back down from letting divine guidance inspire me and let that channel come through and give the information that feels like it's needed to share. And it was a real uh, enlightening moment for me to have you just share our our charts yeah. with each other. Oh, yeah. And it, it shows how... There's a the vertex alignment, which is faded. It's a destiny alignment. And you and I shared that, like the exact one. Sometimes that will, that line will mat or will, it will align with or be in conjunct with someone's sun or ascendant. Ours was like vertex was the exact same one. Wow. So it's just 
fun and you can you can explain and you can tell the story of the relationship with anyone really mm. and like in with it being such a mysterious phenomenal and judged experience the twin flame experience mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so nice to just have something that I I can help people validate mm-hmm. that because it can be an isolating experience because all your friends mm-hmm. and family think you're crazy and yep. just like okay whatever so yeah. you met someone that mirrors you. <laughs> yeah. 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 They they can easily chalk it up to an obsession and yes. a psychological problem. Yes. Mm-hmm. Toxic relationship, trauma bond. Like mm-hmm. no, but you don't understand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, so mm-hmm. it's so confirming. And when we have that confirmation, that validation within ourselves, then we're the strongest presence in any room. We're the strongest presence in any conversation. Oh. And it's yeah, I felt when you called me and we had that first meeting about this, that your discovery, I felt like I said, the portal open, but I felt this knowing it's like, you just activated my ancient knowing. And that just, I knew, I knew this was right. I knew this felt right to me without knowing it. I just knew it. And it was so exciting. And it was almost like I could sense my galactic past and my history. And I was I was able to zoom out and get this like orbit view of my little lifetime right now and where I am and why I'm here. And so much made sense. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's all, it's all there and it's so beautiful. And until we come to a time where we are all embodied in our intuition and our telepathy and yeah. our psychic abilities like we're on our way yeah. this helps us anchor and that like you said that knowing it's just like oh yeah. there it is and the experience of taking people through it is just so special so special and so it is it's it's perfect timing because like you said when we connected I was like okay now I'm fully healed Mm. And and now I can really like offer this and for myself in my own journey. And it says this in my soul chart, like mm-hmm. I'm like, almost to master something before I fully mm. step forward with it. And like, that's the time that we are in now. And when somebody reaches out to me, I already know what I'm going to find in their charts. Is that right? Yeah. And without giving away personal information, can you share what you really found different between soulmates and twin flames beyond just like the shared life span of lives is there anything else that you find that well yeah definitely soulmates are a strong connection almost um like an ally Mm. or and then like a great friend that's always going to love you and support you and always be there for you and this is just, this is my experience. And mm-hmm. when I've done the charts where I see like, a, like my, oh, you are definitely soulmates. Mm. Um, it shares that story and it's more harmonious. Whereas the twin flame has, <laughs> it shows everything that we have not faced yet. Mm. With ourselves. And it also shows the love that is there though. It's like, mm. we chose it. We were able, like, we wanted, like you said earlier, this experience. Mm-hmm. To incarnate and just have this full experience to be like to separate and also to eventually meet up to mirror mm. ourselves and to see ourselves so fully and so raw and also in such a loving way mm. that's yeah it shows in the charts and there's also other parts that go to it because sometimes mm-hmm. I mean we have soul contracts and we have all these other dynamics and relationships that also, if you were challenged in a relationship where we've called it toxic or traumatic, or we've looked at it in a way that's unloving to ourselves and the other, well, the chart shows like this is where you have opposition. This is where you have areas to balance and harmonious and, and harmonize and meet yourself and meet the other with love, because that's just as an important relationship as well. Mm. Wow. Wow. Beautifully said. Wow. And what, what, is there anything else you want to share about this with twin flames and this galactic astrology? Uh, The twin flame, the galactic astrology 
it's a way for us to expand, to know ourselves, to love ourselves, to accept ourselves and others in our life, not just our twin flame, which is important, absolutely, uh, to remember that, yeah, the galactic astrology just really shows and helped me understand that how important it is for us to have an individual experience. Mm, I love that. And, and then get some sort of confirmation that this is a twin flame. Yes. Because you're able to see the difference yes. now between yes and it's it's again like to make it like like if i looked on the internet and it's like there's nothing to scientifically confirm the twin Mm -hmm. flame experience and Mm -mm. like not yet (laughs) not yet yeah yeah not yet i feel like we have the felt sense which genling a psychologist you know describes as something that's even beyond our intuition it's in our body and it's our entire experience of a knowing but again, science can't even prove that knowing. So here we have this knowing and intuition about our twin flame and science can't prove it. So how can they possibly with science, our limited knowledge of science, prove a twin flame relationship? But this exactly. opens but, up a whole new door. And it's just a matter of how much the like, data is collected. Yeah. So it's like, I know it's there and I know yeah. it. it's like, I know it can be validated through this. Yeah. I, I just know it. Yeah. So how how can people find you? My website is shannonlrooney.com. And I have, I don't do individual readings. I do twin flame readings. I do soulmates. I do family readings as my teaching. My healing is about knowing self from within. So I coach others to find the answers within and to teach them, like I have courses on finding the answers within. So mm. I do offer galactic readings when it has to do with our relationships with others. And my favorite, mm. absolutely the twin flame. Mm, mm, mm. I love it. And I'll also post your stuff in the show notes, but something that just came through to me to bring up is it's like, we're not done yet <laughs> that we had <laughs> talked about at one point this, because I've always felt this connection for myself to Lemuria. Yes. Sometimes it's a Lemuria, Lemuria, however, I'm not sure of the exact pronunciation, but say Lemuria and the strong connection to it and the strong feeling of like always wanting to go back there and recreate life on earth of what it was back in that time. It's like, I can drop in and remember that time. And, and you brought up Atlantis yes. and feeling a connection there. Yes, absolutely. And there is, there is alignments in astrology that show like and it's so this is kind of going into another area but okay it's um like we do have alignments in our charts that show we're from atlantis and we do have alignments in our chart not the galactic but like traditional astrology that mm-hmm. show lumeria that would make sense because because it was here on earth it wasn't galactic yeah. so yeah, yeah. So incarnation and many of us in the twin flame journey, I have a feeling mm-hmm. are from either Lemuria mm-hmm. or Atlantis mm-hmm. because for anybody who's familiar with the law of one, the LL research really goes into, we're in a 75,000 year major cycle that's broken up into 25,000 years a piece the first 25,000 years was an opportunity for us to graduate into the fourth density, which we are doing now. We did not make it. To me, that's Lumeria. The second- I thought now, I thought Lumeria was in the fifth density. Atlantis was in the fifth density, but then catastrophic events, the, the misuse of alignment with Atlantis brought destruction and we went back down to the third. I think many were. And so that's like a lot of memories and a lot mm. of changing and a lot of information will, would come from people that were in those densities, mm-hmm. but the collective, all of humanity mm-hmm. wasn't got it. Yep. That so makes we sense. weren't able to shift. So that makes sense. your memories and other people's memories are going to be, they were in a higher dimension mm-hmm. trying to lift humanity into that time of shift. Yeah. So they're like Lumeria, then Atlantis. And again, this is just what comes to me. Can't prove it. Just uh, my own guidance. 
and really Lemuria was more heart centered, mm-hmm. feminine, can, yeah. feminine. Yep, which can be naive, mm-hmm. but it's not balanced with enough wisdom. Mm-hmm. So that was why we didn't shift. Then Atlantis, more masculine, mm-hmm. very more outward expression. Mm-hmm. That was like the time of like Leo, the lion. Mm-hmm. So very loving, but also a lot of ego. And very, and they were very technological. It was very advanced technologically. And without balancing the heart with the technology, there's an imbalance in the same thing with Lemuria, not being grounded in logic and masculine. Yeah, there's an imbalance. Think about it. There's like, those are like, think about our chakras, how we're going, even Kundalini, how we're spiraling up. Yeah. So that first round, like Lumeria, heart center, the next one, throat center. Yeah. And like we're spiraling up and balancing those. Now we're going into this fourth density, which really is we're carrying a lot of that is when we're balancing the heart and the throat and the lower chakras, then we get into the third eye. Mm-hmm. So if you think about that, that's like that sixth dimension and higher. Mm-hmm. We're getting up into like those realms and that level of consciousness. And that's why we have so many people awakening. And that's like the twin flame journey is the healing, the, that Lumerian and the Atlantean, like balancing the trauma yeah. from them and healing it now. And that is part of our, the twin flames, like purpose and mission is to, yeah. to heal and balance that. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. I feel that too. And I feel like you know, as we go up, the heart center being our anchors, we go up to the third eye. It's the opposite of that is the sacral chakra, where so many of the feminine, divine feminine and masculine have the wounding. Yeah. And it's healing. You know, I I know for me, my work has been in the lower three chakras, primarily really Mm -hmm. healing those wounds, anchoring down into the groundedness, into the masculine. And that's, it's like, I love about, again, the the law of one teachings, it's really like something you like a student of, it is like when we, until we can balance and harmonize, harmonize the lower chakras, we won't open fully our heart center and we won't reach the higher dimensions. And so much in our spirituality is like, we're trying to get that Mm -hmm. to those higher places with ignoring the, what's not healed in the lower three chakras circling back to where we started right that spiritual bypassing of just going up and raising the vibration without going to the lower three chakras and healing them and working with those vibrations yeah yeah and that's when we get into that spiritual judgment of like toxic people or drinking is like gonna lower your vibe like again like that it's meet all of that with love yeah then we're fully well then we've opened up like that kundalini energy like energetic system within us yeah and we balance yeah beautiful i have this memory of um like my twin flame and i were together on lemuria and it was like he wanted to go experience atlantis and that real masculine energy and and that created this big split and i feel like for so many twin flames that has happened and i think i remember like a shirley mclean book where she talked about a memory like that too and i remember reading it going oh my god that's what that's like a similar memory to what i have where she was split then and it created on earth this also feminine masculine divide and there's also so here's another i'll tell you like my memories and my experience is like atlantis was the unbalanced masculine and feminine because it was trying to fix everyone else Mm kind of what you're seeing in society with many mm-hmm. people now like wake up wake up mm-hmm. we're not going to graduate this like we're in a spiritual war and trying to fix and force other people to wake up when the, it's for us to love ourselves and to love others so it's like those memories I'm like oh my goodness like yeah. that's what I've like hovering and smothering and trying to fix everyone else and looking at them as they are wounded yeah and what, that, that's that been my healing and my remembering of that lifetime was, like, oh, that's not the way it's to see them as they are well, yeah. see them as the creator, see them as I am Yeah, not separate, not yeah. needing me to fix them, needing like the only requirement is for us to love ourselves and love them. Yeah. That energy will lift them up. That that's energy it. will create them to yeah. see 
it, it's opening that portal. So it's easier. Yeah. People are going to like, they start having memories come through. Yeah. They start having these like, oh, aha, like moments of inspiration because the veil's thinning. Yeah. I love how you said that because even how you described it, like wanting to fix other people. And when we look at the reason for it, it's really to serve ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. Because we don't know what their path is, which is a form of codependency. Yeah. So built into our culture right now. And the more I uncover it, the more deeply layered it is, which is just energetic entanglements of control, covert control that we want to fix other people so we can feel better. So we can ascend, right? Right. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, we're looking into that to me. It was like, I was trying like that unhealed part of me in that lifetime was was trying to control and manipulate others to Mm. see what I thought was best. Mm. Yeah. That's a wound. (laughs) Yeah. I definitely went through that for sure on my spiritual thing. It's something I have to check in with. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think you described it beautifully and it's such a great reminder for us on the spiritual journey is that it's not about fixing anyone else. It's about <laughs> aligning ourselves up and, and doing that. We naturally can lift people with us, but, but they get a choice whether they want to lift with us or not. And that's okay too, because, Absolutely. because there's such fear out there of like, well, if we don't all ascend together, well, then whatever we see, we're going to create. So if, mm-hmm. right, if you believe there's fear out there and that's going to happen, that's probably going to happen. It's going to happen. We're, we're feeding it. Absolutely. Yes, right. You brought that up because so many are like attached to, we all have to do this. And mm-hmm. there, there's like, we, I hear so many messages. We need to wake up. You just need to stay in love. You need to stay mm-hmm. in the light. And that's fear. Mm-hmm. Like all is well, mm-hmm. all is well. That's it. Yeah. And we, yeah. 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 And, and again, it goes, I always go back to like the middle way, right there. Everything has to be held together. The dark and the light, the masculine and the feminine, you know, the light and the shadow, when we can hold it all and accept it all, then it's all as one is lifting. But any, mm-hmm. any we're better than, or we need to do this or any fear-based again, just just creates a bigger divide and more separation. Anytime, right, we're judging or saying you need to do this, you're already judging and putting separation on someone else. Absolutely. And how I look at it is because, again, I'm all about like the answer is within us. We are the answer. We are the technology. Mm-hmm. We are I not. That. Yeah, you said that before. I love you said that technology. before. Technology. Yeah. And that it's like to remember if you hear messages, it's not to judge it. Just know that the, so we need to do this is simply somebody saying, I'm still trying to figure it out. Mm. Okay. Yeah. 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 Beautiful. Beautiful, Shannon. Yeah. I'm so glad we brought that Lemuria Atlantis back in. I think there's a lot of us will have those memories and opening just the dialogue may open some more memories and getting that balance back in of they were there was such divide there between the feminine and masculine plant areas on the earth right and that separation we need that to come together i'm saying we need look at that we, we need, need ourselves need. <laughs> you catch it though i love it it was like you're so aware <laughs> yeah but we're so trained to talk i'm you know it's out there how we talk about it right but i know for myself right the more i can align in my masculine and feminine then is yeah. the more i feel whole and can hold both light and dark, light and shadow, all of it on this messy earth plane. It's all part Absolutely. of it. Yeah, so I had a one thing to share because it came up this morning. I was like, oh, I was like, the masculine and the feminine is androgynous. Yeah, like, the energies are androgynous. Like we're yeah. get to, like we choose to incarnate to experience yeah. it as we want. Yeah. Yet the energies we get caught up in what is masculine and what is feminine and put that on like and label it. Mm-hmm. where like the energy itself is androgynous and it's yeah. fluid. That's beautiful. And we see it with the younger souls coming through, showing us the way forward. Yeah. And it's it's just not to get political, but it's just shocking to see the triggers it's creating around the world and fighting against it. Like yeah. who who is anyone to say how anyone identifies? Right. But that's, that's, another, another, yeah. that's another way of looking at it. They're They're still trying to figure it out. Yeah, there's such fear out there against this divide. And I think it's um what you said where it's it's all androgynous. Yeah. There, you know, these are where judgments and labels again creating more separation and division. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Shannon. Such beautiful information you brought forth. This was beautiful conversation. 
it was. I enjoyed it so much. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I love your podcast. I love your work and I admire you and I appreciate you so much. Oh, thank you, Shannon. What a blessing to know you and co-create with you and to have you open my galactic portal. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm going to include all your information on the show notes. So all of you listening, if you have that inclination to reach out to Shannon, please do. It is an amazing experience and uh, very expanding and eye-opening. And gosh, again, maybe the only confirmation we have about Twin Flames, which is just really groundbreaking and thrilling. It really yes. just thrills me to no end. It's so I could just feel the strength and knowing about this and excitement. So yes, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you.